With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the 10-12 Friday in 15. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us for our first episode. Here's what's going on. We are starting a new weekly series every Friday. We're going to spend 15 minutes specifically to focus on the Olympic sports going on this fall. Like our schedule during the week is Monday episodes with Jamie and Andy, where we take the time to recap the weekend that was with Big 12 football and look ahead to the week that will be. On Thursdays, Daniel and Chris join me to make our weekly picks for the football games ahead. And while we try and make sure we have some time for soccer and volleyball and other sports going on, it's just hard to do so. And these are sports I care about. I love Big 12 women's soccer. I think volleyball is so much fun to watch, and my two-year-old daughter is currently obsessed with it. And I think cross-country is neat. I do. And I think these sports deserve their due. So this is how we're going to do that. We're going to make sure and reserve 15 minutes every Friday to touch on the other sports that are going on, the Olympic sports, soccer, volleyball, cross-country, equestrian. We're going to try this in the fall and see how it works, and then we'll expand it into the winter sports and the spring sports and, and see how things go. I am very, very excited about this. I love this. I am I am so thrilled to be doing this, and I hope that you guys like it as well. I am really pumped to be kicking things off today by focusing on TCU soccer. They are the defending Big 12 champs from last year. Coach Eric Bell, who has been with the Horn Frogs for more than a decade now, is joining us today, and we are going to focus on TCU. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. We're going to talk about the Horn Frog. We're going to talk about their season ahead, talk about their schedule, and then have some fun questions to wrap things up. I'm very excited for these episodes. We're going to be doing them every Friday. They're going to be around 15 minutes as best as we can uh, so that you can consume them and listen to them easily. Like I sit here and say all the time, we believe that the women's sports deserve their due. And the only way for me to prove that I mean that is by putting my mouth where my mouth is and taking the time and reserving the time to talk about them and give them the emphasis that they deserve. So I am thrilled to be doing these weekly Friday podcast. I'm pumped to be starting by talking Big 12 soccer. I love soccer. I love women's soccer. I love the Big 12 and women's soccer. It's so much fun to watch TCU and West Virginia and Oklahoma State and Oklahoma and the other teams that are atop the conference battle this thing out every year. TCU was awesome last year. It was so cool to see them win the conference when there was no one expecting them to do so. Kansas was good. Baylor was good. West Virginia was great. Oklahoma State was great. And, and these three teams, TCU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, are all projected to, to finish in the top three, and I am pumped about this. So we will be doing this every Friday for about 15 minutes, focusing on the Olympic sports that are going on, specifically soccer, volleyball, cross-country, and equestrian. And look, let me just say this. If there is a sport that we aren't touching on you want to hear about from one of the teams in the conference, let me know. You can head us up on Twitter at 1012network. Our DMs are are open, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network. You can hit us up on Instagram, at 1012pod. Our messages are open. You can even email us, 1012podcast at gmail.com. I got an email set up. Let me know, okay? 
uh, this is just the next step in us with this whole network launch, six fantastic shows, expanding the 1012 podcast, doing the best job we possibly can to make sure that we are covering the Big 12 conference better than anybody else. This is just the next step in doing that. So make sure you're subscribed to the 1012 podcast so you don't miss any of our regular shows and now our Friday 15s. Make sure you don't miss any of the other shows in the 1012 network, Raspy Voice Kids for West Virginia, although you should listen to them even if you aren't a West Virginia fan because they're amazing. Hit the Horn for TCU, Fire the Cannon for Texas, Rock Chalk Podcast for Kansas, and Midwest Madness for Big 12 men's and women's basketball. And she has done an amazing job, Christine, at lining up some fantastic women's coaches out of the Big 12, both Baylor and Kansas State, to kick things off. So Eric Bell, TCU head coach, kicking this off for us on our Friday 15s. Let's get it going. They are the defending Big 12 champs, and we are very excited to have their head coach joining us today, Eric Bell, head coach of the TCU women's soccer team. Eric, welcome to the 10-12, sir. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely love to talk soccer, really do. Um, so let's let's just dive right in because obviously we don't have a ton of time, but I, I want to make the most out of this time that we have together. Um, okay. First up, you had two players who just signed pro contracts: uh, Yasmin Ryan, uh, who signed with the Portland Thorns here in the U.S., and, and Emily Alvarado, uh, your record-setting goalkeeper, who's uh, now on the professional team in France. I, I'm curious, what does that do for for the program? Well, I kind of sets us apart, right? We're, we're in a different, we're in a different class of program right now where, you know, we're legitimately competing to win national championships and we're producing pros. And so when I first got here, those weren't things that were realistic and now they are. So um, it just puts us in a different class as far as programs and the hierarchy. We're still, we're still working our way up to try to be a, a blue blood, if you will, um, but we're working in the right direction. Speaking of goalie, obviously, like I mentioned, Alvarado was a record setter for you guys. She was amazing. I mean, it's a big spot to try and fill. Who do you see is up to the task this season? Well, right now we uh, we have Lauren Kellett and um, Kinsey Amon. They're competing right now for the job, and both are doing really well. Um, so we'll see how it kind of all shakes out. But right now they're competing and you know heading into the SFA, SFA game. Uh, well, you know, we're still working at it and figuring out who's going to be starting or not. But they both are very good, and they both bring different things to the table as far as their abilities are concerned. But um, they're both competing to to get to win the job. Yeah, that SFA game on Thursday. Of course, you have Texas A&M coming up this weekend. You've got a few other marquee opponents on the non-conference schedule, including Ohio State, Pitt, and uh, Alabama. I know we take every game one by one, and I'm not looking to give bulletin board material for anybody, but is there a non-conference opponent you guys have that you're just kind of excited about seeing your girls match up against? <laughs> you're, you're trying to start some bulletin board material. Um, yeah, we look forward to all of them. Obviously, the, the, the teams that are in-state are, are obviously in close proximity with fans and people who know are familiar with each other. So the SFA and um, A&M Weekend are huge for us as far as you know familiarity. Uh, with those programs and the proximity to the programs as far as schools are concerned. So the in-state, the in-state teams are definitely, um, I'm sure people, you know, circle those as far as people who uh, they want to really come out and see us compete against. And then you have some really good non-conference opponents, as you said before, Ohio State, Alabama, Pitt. Uh, We have Colorado coming to town, I think, as well. So, you know, four uh, power five uh, teams that um, have done pretty well traditionally and we also have Pepperdine coming into town who's mm-hmm. 
uh, mid-major from the West Coast Conference, but have done very well over the course of time. So we have a very competitive non-conference season and looking forward to it. And, you know, hopefully we're up for the task to, to come out of the non-conference portion of the season with a pretty decent record going in to the conference portion where we play the, the familiar foes. Obviously, COVID making the 2020 season a little awkward. You guys having to play a lot of stuff in the spring that you normally wouldn't have to. How is that, you know, shorter off season? Have you seen that have any effect on your team? Well, we wanted to be really, we haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but we really wanted to be careful um, in regards to it. So we, we did away with the two days um, this year and just went once a day. So it's a kind of a, a scary notion, if you will, of trying something really new. But I think that it has allowed us to be a lot more fresh um, in our practices every day. And we've had a couple of scrimmages as well. We look pretty good and fresh in those scrimmages as well. So um, it's worked out so far and, you know, we have a little, a couple of injuries here and there that we were um, wanted to try to stay away from, from as far as uh, soft tissue injuries. Um, but we're in a really good spot with injuries, a really good spot with our with our team and depth. And we, we have a, a, a fun team to watch and they play, they pass the ball really well and we defend really well. So, you know, hopefully we can put it all together and win a few games. As I mentioned from the get-go, you guys are the defending Big 12 champs. It was a great season for you. It kind of kind of came out of nowhere, at least from the media perspective. Obviously, probably not from your side. Um, you know, it's very different to be the the hunted as opposed to the hunters. I know West Virginia well, was preseason one, so I'm yeah. I'm curious. You know, well, we're not well. Just just so that you know, and I've heard a lot of people, <laughs> we're not defending a whole lot. We're not defending anything. Uh, we're hunting. We're attacking and. We're not, what happened last year is last year and we're moving forward and thinking about, so we're not defending anything. We're the attackers and we're the, we're still the hunters. Um, And so how do I feel about it? Well, you know, that just means that we still have work to do as as it pertains to uh, a little bit more respect or whatever. And, um, you know, West Virginia has done very well over the course of time since Nikki's been there. She started the program and they're always going to be good. And, I respect that. And so we have to not only, we can't be, I guess it can't be a one-off where we just beat them once and then they kick our butt a couple of times in a row. So we got to do it again and we got to do it at their place and we got to do it over and over um, in order to, you know, reach the status that we want to be. And that's ultimately to be the number one team at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, it doesn't really matter. We want to be the best. So that's kind of how we look at it. That's good. Do you guys have like a slogan for this year? You got some, uh, uh, a catchphrase or something that you guys are carrying through? No, I, I, I think that, um, you know, we really rely on our core values um, to drive us. And it's the acronym of SPACE. So you have service, preparation, accountability, character, and effort. And so those are the things that, that we that we focus on. We're not uh, in it as far as we don't have any slogans or anything like that. We just come and get after it every day and try to do our best and get better every day. So we're doing that on a regular basis and we're pushing each other and we have, uh, we got good teammates around us that, that support each other and we're going to be successful. All right. Well, I have to ask, obviously realignments focuses on football. That's what everybody talk, talks about, but it has a, a huge impact on all of the other sports. Um, I'm not, we're done using the non-revenue sport term because I think it's, it's a garbage term, but the, the non-football sports, I think is the better Olympic sports, the Olympic, Olympic sports. sports. I like that yeah. much better. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are your, your thoughts and, and how do you feel this might impact TCU and, and your program? Well, it, it's it's definitely on my mind. Um, I'm not going to 
a shy away from it, but it hasn't been, I think for us, we've been kind of focusing on the team and I guess it's a, it's a good distraction to be, you know, trying to prepare to win games. Um, but it is a concern and obviously, you know, we're going to leave it up to, um, uh, the chancellor and our AD Jeremiah Donati to, to solve it or figure it out for our, for our school and our university and our athletic department. Um, and hopefully we will land in a spot where we're, we're happy and either we stay in this league and we, we figure it out or we land somewhere else where it's a, it's a quality league for us to, to grow and prosper. So um, hopefully it'll, it'll all work out in, in the end. Okay. Uh few little quick fire questions for you, then we'll get you out of here. Okay. Uh, who is who is what we classify as the class clown on the team this year? The class clown. I think it's always going to be probably Gracie Bryan. Um, she's got a little bit of a personality that's different, and she likes to play practical jokes, so um, probably her. Uh, who, who's the, I don't want to say the meanest, but who's the, the, the most driving force of the, of the team this year? Pushing um, everyone else. I think it's a kind of, we have three captains and I think they're doing a wonderful job. So we have uh, Brandy Peterson, uh, Shaylin Hubbard and uh, Peyton Cruz who are driving the group in a really positive way. And, you know, they're new captains, but they're doing a really good job of communicating with the group and inspiring the group and motivating the group to be better and, you know, holding each other accountable for the actions on and off the field. And I think those three are doing a really good job so far. All right. Uh, what's your go-to breakfast? Here in town or just like what? Sure. Plug, plug a place in town if you want. <laughs> well, I am a, I am a big blueberry pancake guy. Mm, okay. Huge. Huge. Okay. And so I've been around all over the place and you're probably going to kill me, but I think um, the, the people who make the best blueberry pancakes in town actually have to be IHOP. Okay. Um, but I haven't gone to IHOP in a while because they didn't take care of me during COVID. So this is a bad plug for IHOP, but but the, the customer service was shocking, and so I haven't been back. I actually deleted the app, and so yeah, delete that. I'm not going back. That's a bad. So, that's a bad. That's bad. Know, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Yogi's um, in town, uh, just off of Hugh on Hewlin. Um, I think he does a really good job of. Uh, if you, if you're looking for a uh, a yogurt parfait, that's the place to go. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Well, next time we're in Fort Worth looking for breakfast, we'll take your recommendation to Yogi's. Coach Bell, really appreciate your time today. This has been great. Um, thank you so much, and good luck appreciate to your girls this season. Thank you very much. Podcast Network.